0: Radioinfluence.com The future is now
1: Initiate procedure
2: Okay, the MJ Radio Network We are go. Go. go
1: Now, stand by
2: for the MJ Morning Show
0: It is a milestone. This is the 20th MJ Morning Show podcast episode. This is number 20. We were supposed to just do a quick reunion podcast. It turned into this series, and this is number 20. And ladies and gentlemen, I think 20 is a good round number. We will end it here. This will be the last MJ Morning Show podcast.
2: Oh, thank God. Finally. Oh, no, guys.
3: This is all I look forward to. Come on. (laughs) Actually, I think that's good. Guys, it's been fun.
0: 20 episodes. I love it. All right, I'm kidding around. So we'll continue, though. This is not (laughs) this. You're you're supposed to make it go longer than that. Come on. This is not the last MJ. I'm not going to string that out, Froggy, and piss people off. No, this is not the last one. We shall continue. I want to see what this looks like on the other side of coronavirus, COVID-19, and see where the hell we can take this thing. So, yeah, we shall continue with the weekly MJ Morning Show podcast. And listen, there's a possibility we expect to numerous times a week. So I got into a little issue earlier today. I went out for a power walk and Michelle and I are pretty much hitting Central Park every single day to get some exercise. We can socially distance fairly well. So I am power walking. This is about an hour before the schnitt show today. And of course, we're recording this on Monday night on 420. Ooh, Froggy, you like that? Today's 420.
3: No, what, I don't know. What does
0: that mean? <laughs> okay. I don't know what
3: you're oh, talking about.
0: Okay. I'm out doing a power walk, about two and a half, three miles miles or so, prior to the schnitz show, which is on at 3 p.m., 3.06, actually, in the Tampa market on 1250 WHNZ. So it's 1250 a.m., WHNZ, 3.06 to 6 p.m. live every Monday through Friday. And you can search on it. If you're listening to us in St. Louis, Jacksonville, anywhere else around the country, the world, you can listen on the iHeartRadio stream on your phone, your computer, etc. So I love going out prior to doing the show, uh, walking, power walking, doing a jog, whatever I feel like that day. It, it clears your mind. It just it gets the endorphins going. You just feel good. So I am socially distancing, I'm off to the far right side where the car traffic is in Central Park, but there's very little. It's only like police cars and the park service cars occasionally, so it's not much. So I'm walking all the way over to the right, and as I'm power walking, a runner comes by. He's probably 15 feet away from me, and right when he's parallel to me, right when he's next to me, the guy like hocks up a and just spits on the ground, and I'm like dude and you know me I'm not one to hold back but I I say dude probably not a great time to be spitting during coronavirus and the guy you know looks at me flips me off and then keeps running I'm like what the heck is the (laughs) what is the matter with people what the hell was this guy doing who would just spit
2: I would probably spit (laughs)
3: No, I mean, that's like being in a grocery store and sneezing. Could you imagine if somebody sneezes next to you these days? Oh, my God. Call the police.
0: Well, I don't know if you saw it, but I talked about this on the Schnitt show, and I put it on my Schnitt list at schnitzshow.com. I think it was like uh, a couple of Fridays or Thursdays ago. Anyway, there was a simulation. Now, folks, you can look it up. I'll tell you what. You, You can look this up. If you just Google finish... Computer simulation, coughing, sneezing in supermarket. So four Finnish higher education institutions, colleges, whatever. They, they did it independently, four different ones, and then they merged the data. So it wasn't just one simulation. They had four independently doing the simulation. And it was somebody, I think it was coughing, in an aisle in a supermarket, and it is the most grotesque simulation of little dots and beads all over the supermarket aisle. But what really is grotesque is then you see the simulation, the cloud of of spittle, of vapor, of droplets, What potentially with COVID-19, it then wafts over the entire shelf. And for all you know about shelves...
3: Well, a lot of supermarkets, they're going to want to go with 96 inches high... Because, uh, you know, you want to get that because they're gondolas. And what a gondola is, that's a double-facing shell, front and back. Now, when you're talking about end caps, you want to go a little bit lower. You might want to go about 72 inches because you want to see the product oversight this the product. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So <laughs> usually Publix gondolas, mm, approximately about 84 inches high, which is a great a great height.
0: And if you haven't figured it out yet, Froggy is now in the family shelving business, making a fortune. So the point is, Froggy, the person coughs on aisle one, and the vapor goes over into aisle two, and it infects like the person in the second aisle in this simulation, folks. I'm telling you, go on to Google and do a search: uh, Finland, Finnish research, cough, sneeze, supermarket, and. The link will come up and it was all over the place like a week and a half, two weeks ago. And it is absolutely nasty. I'll tell you one thing before we move on that in Central Park and I can't wait to get back down to Florida. But with travel now, it's just, you know, really difficult. But in New York during regular times prior to coronavirus with all the runners and joggers and bicyclists, you would see kind of glops of spit all over the place on a positive note. There are much fewer glops of spit, glops, globs, whatever, <laughs> on the road in Central Park. So I think that's pretty much a positive thing.
3: Can I ask you a question? Since you live in the heart of America, yeah, is the you know the masks just being everywhere and the gloves is that real? Can you walk down the street and just see masks like on the floor, on the street? I mean.
0: I have taken two pictures. They're on my Twitter feed. Again, everybody listening, give me a follow on Twitter, at Todd Schnitt. That's right, MJ is Todd Schnitt. How many people do you think not realize that still to this day? How many people don't realize that MJ is Todd Schnitt, that I am MJ and Todd Schnitt? I think there's still a bunch of people that fall into that category. At least 12 or 13. (laughs) On my Twitter feed, I've taken two pictures now of masks. One, the regular surgical mask on the ground in Central Park. I took a picture of an N95 or what looked like possibly or a knockoff on the ground in Central Park and I took some artsy pictures. In fact, the last one I posted that, look, somebody else has been emasculated Nice, nice. <laughs> hey,
3: what? hey, can I ask you a yeah. question, MJ? Yep. Mm-hmm. Why aren't why are you walking around? And I saw your last video yep. when you're walking around. Why aren't you wearing the the safest mask that I sent you? Why aren't you wearing those? You're wearing those crappy painters' masks. You can't. You need to wear an N95. What no, you, no, I. You're I, in
0: New York City, bro. No, I do have an N95. Uh, but listen, I'm I'm letting folks in on a little secret here. I do have an N95 on. I'm wearing the cheaper, surgical, paperish kind of mask over top of it because, first of all, a lot of doctors are doing that for another additional barrier, but it also prevents you from getting N95 mask shamed. Now, I don't have a stockpile. (laughs) No way. I've got the... Two that you gave me, Froggy. And then I had, like, one that I used for, like, drywall and painting in a box in the closet. So... What I'm doing with the N95s that I have, I'm just wearing that surgical paper mask over top so people don't say, why are you wearing an N95 mask? You know, the doctors ought to have that. I agree. But listen, if you've got a onesie or a twosie of these masks, it's not like I'm sitting on a stockpile of 40, 50, 100, 200 of these things. That's just not the case. So hopefully that answers your question there, Froggy. So I went out to the uh,
2: Walmart wearing a bandana, and I have to tell, like... Like like the Wild West, and I have to tell you, I absolutely loved it. Walking last time, I walked into a store with a mask like that on, I got arrested. This time, yeah. they're they're ushering me right to the front of the checkout
0: well, line. I'm wondering: have armed robberies gone up? Have people wearing <laughs> seriously have people wearing the coronavirus masks? Have they taken advantage of the situation? With no, nothing's yeah, open. Yeah, that's, I guess that's yeah, I, I guess that's listen, true. Listen,
3: you yeah. remember the most classic bit I ever pitched that MJ turned down, Mr. Stocking Face.
0: Oh, that's right, Mr. Could stocking we get away with that right now? <laughs> oh, why don't you tell everybody what Mr. Stocking Face was all about?
3: Well, Mr. Stocking Face was a very simple idea. I thought it would be funny to walk into stores with a stocking over your face <laughs> and just uh, say it was, you know, because of, Almost like what we're going through right now. It's a filtration system as far as keeping viruses and health away and stuff like that. <laughs> and you would put a stocking over your face and just buy stuff. Don't say anything. Don't well, mention that you have a stocking on your face. Just say, hey, here, can I get this five-hour right. energy? Meanwhile, you have a stocking on your face. And MJ's you want so like, that? we can't do that.
2: We're
0: Froggy wanted to walk in a 7-Eleven, Circle K, whatever. This was pre-Wawa. So Froggy wanted to walk in like a regular customer and just do regular customer things inside grocery stores, convenience stores, and just perform regular customer activities just wearing a bank robbery or kidnapping stocking over your face like like pantyhose which you know smushes your whole face together smushes (laughs) your nose down and everything
3: and we did a test in the studio and i put on the stocking and i but hey is it illegal to wear stockings over your face that's that's my question is it
0: illegal in many states and municipalities it's illegal to wear a mask in public if well, not an, anymore, baby. Yeah, not, now, not you're, anymore. Not, now you're yeah. Citizen of the Month. It's a whole different ballgame. Hey, Froggy, what are these manatee pictures you were sending me? I didn't see a manatee, but I, all kinds of pictures, what, from your backyard today? What happened?
3: Oh, it's been a very dramatic scene here at the household. A manatee did almost deceased in the backyard. He He was floating. We noticed a very big, fat body. Floating in the canal in the backyard, and the first thing I thought of was, is that Fester?
0: Oh, I thought maybe Todd Clem or something. <laughs> no,
3: right. Fester immediately. Right. So, and he had prop prop scars, almost like I would imagine Todd Clem or Fester would have <laughs> prop scars <laughs> the, all over their body. Right.
2: They're called stretch marks, but I can understand <laughs> how they'd be confused. All right. So, I we called the
3: the the fish and wildlife, and we said, hey. There's either a Todd Clam or a Fester (laughs) floating in my canal. No, No, I said, hey, there's a manatee floating in my canal. I think it's dead. Okay, can you come get it? So, turns out this is this is a big part of, I guess, living in Tampa. A lot of manatees. Today alone, three manatees
2: died of coronavirus.
0: No. Oh, no, not they're not dying of coronavirus. <laughs> All right, so Froggy, you're in what town and country, right?
3: Yes, I'm in town and country, and I live on, on the poor man's waterfront. And guys, you want to know what it was? When when they came and saw and they, they actually they monitored the manatee. It was moving very slow, very fat. I'm talking about it was probably the biggest manatee I've ever seen. And it was just horny it just had sex and it was recovering and getting geared up to have sex again
0: you mean oh, it wore itself out and it was just like a float well listen manatees are kind of floating blobs anyway i love the things uh, he, i yeah, love them yeah have you ever gone to the power plant in the winter time yeah the tico power there. plant yeah. see them
2: all yeah and but
3: it turns out it's sort of a manatee thing after they have sex almost like fester they lay there lazy for hours upon uh, hours. All
0: right. So did the fish and wildlife guys say, hey, you bonehead, you should have studied up on manatees that just boned another manatee before you call us up. Did they? Yeah. they? Is that what they it, said to you? I
3: guess it's a problem. And then they said, why does it smell like weed smoke back here? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so, we made friends. Everything worked out. The manatee, my kids were very worried about the manatee. But my God, this thing was huge and prop scars all over it. Oh, it lived a life.
0: I've got a classic MJ Morning Show bit from the hard drive. I've got a bit involving Michelle and Chloe from about 2005. And we'll get to that coming up here on the MJ Morning Show podcast. Now, Fester... What happened to you at Publix? You thought that you were about to be arrested. What's uh, Many supermarkets are doing the the up and down one-way aisle deal. So you traipse through the store in a traffic pattern. And what do you do? It's not tough to do this. So you screwed it up and some <laughs> guy yelled at you and threatened to call the cops. What, what happened? So a
2: small confrontation, and I kind of brought it on myself. Right. Publix has the little painter's tape for arrows. I see it. I see a sign for it. I'm like, all right. No problem. I walk up one row, walk down the next. I skip a couple of rows. All right. So then,
0: you're you're a good citizen, and then something screws up, right? I get down a couple of rows later.
2: Refried beans. I'm looking to make a couple of uh, enchiladas, so I need some
0: refried beans. I go down the uh,
2: Mexican and international yeah, well, what food else, aisle.
0: What else are you looking to do? Stink up your house or what? <laughs> I I get to see Fester with a gas problem. Oh my oh, god!
3: You're gonna go through those masks pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: N-95s don't work for Fester's gas.
2: <laughs> I get
0: down to the refried beans, and I didn't even know
2: it. I'm going the wrong way. Oh, jeez! So I got another shopper in a mask covered. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm wearing that bandana like right. I told you. Yep. So I have my bandana on. He has his like blue uh, hospital just mask mask on, and he goes, you know, they painted arrows on the floor so you could know which way to go. And I looked down, and instantly I realized I'm going the wrong way. So I look at him, and I was like, well, what are you going to do? Call the police? And he goes, you know, they're arresting jackasses like you. Oh. <laughs> I'm, like, I, oh. I'm I, like, all right. Well, well, you know, go go tell the police to look for me in the deli, because I'll be there in about 10 <laughs> minutes. That's probably where they can right. find me. Fine. And,
0: now, and the, we parted ways. This was not deliberate. I mean, this was accidental. No. But then he made a snipey comment at you about being a jackass and arresting people. So then you egg him on and say, yeah, maybe you should call the police. All right, so then you guys part ways and then and what happens? Ways, I don't see him again. I make my way over to the
2: deli oh, to get geez. some nice boars head coal cuts. Yeah. Mm. In walks two sheriff deputies. Oh my God. Dude. I know. I I I, I if I could have Fainted. I, I, I mean, I was right. I crapped myself like, oh, my God, they're here for me. And the cops walk down into the entrance door. I see him walk in and they walk right past the deli. Thankfully, they were there for another complete purpose. But this guy who I do, I never thought he would call the cops. and I don't think he did. Or but the cops just happened to have walked in there. I guess they need groceries, too.
0: I was scared
2: spitless. So for a moment When I saw these two walk in.
0: For a moment you actually thought maybe he did call the cops and they oh, were there for you.
2: I think, oh crap, that son of a bitch did it. Oh no! Oh, I'm looking boy. for a way out. I'm thinking, how can I duck? Because I mean, they're not going to make a beeline for me. They have to at least review security film. I'm thinking, I'm just going to leave my whole cart of groceries and run out of the place. I go to this store all the time. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get banned from this place. That's oh man!
3: Don't try to tell me you didn't try. You didn't think about a way to get into the elderly hours at the grocery store. <laughs> I know you're trying to think of something. Makeup.
0: <laughs> Yes. Oh, oh, my cane. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scam. Both you guys would pull. Dress oh. up in. An, so, what are at Publix? What are the elderly hours for senior citizens, which I think is a great idea. And I also I, I also like the first responder hours. Some stores yeah. are doing that where the cops and the uh, EMTs, the firefighters, doctors, nurses with uh, hospital IDs and those that work at the hospitals, maintenance folks can do the, the special hours. I think it's fantastic. But uh, at Publix, what are the elderly hours? I think it's like
2: two days a week, like Tuesdays yeah. and Thursdays, yep. from like seven to eight.
3: And I think the first responders. I um, my friend is works at Publix, and I think it's like a Saturday, like you know, nine a.m. to ten a.m. They could go in and just have it have the store to the like supermarket sweep.
2: But a bunch of stores are doing that now. I mean, I saw every supermarket I could think of has one or two, three days a week. That's a Great idea. I love for it. those people.
0: I think. It, hey, Festa, when you went to the deli, did you get the gabagool?
2: No, I didn't get the gabagool. <laughs> Why not? Come on! The I, got, I got a couple of couple of. I made the guy hold the roast beef up for me, and I said, "Give me the rare end." I got some nice, a nice, rare roast beef, so I can make roast beef sandwiches. Do
0: you ever get the gabagool? No, I, I don't think I've ever even had gabagool. Come on, dude! You're you're Italian, it's Siciliano. Hey. Come on! How do you not have the gabagool? Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know. I, I I wouldn't even know what gabagool is if you put it in front of me. Gabagool over What's gabagool? here. Froggy, that's yeah, not Gabagool. What's Gabagool, Froggy? You don't know.
3: No, I just know it from The Sopranos. Yeah, Paulie Walnuts loves it.
0: The, the Sopranos, they love the Gabagool. Paulie Walnuts, and of course, uh, there's a scene with Tony Soprano in the kitchen and Meadow, and they're all in the kitchen. I think he talks about having a Gabagool
3: Hey, Meadow. Bring me the gabagool.
0: It's a difficult <laughs>
2: situation. You know what's funny? Years ago, I saw a uh, a, a compilation video on
0: YouTube yeah.
2: of every time Tony Soprano or somebody from the show says "gabagool." <laughs> really? It's like as like <laughs> gabagool, 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 <laughs>
0: gabagool, oh, gabagool. Uh. I wonder if you go to a Publix in Florida and you walk up and say, I want the gabagool. Do they know? If you go to a deli like in New Jersey or New York and you ask for the gabagool, they know what the gabagool is. All right, let me educate you guys. Gabagool is known. It's no capicola. One, it's am oh, I'm looking yeah. it up right That's
2: now. A, yeah. soda? No, it, capicola it, is like a spicy yeah, it, uh, it, ham salami. It, it, yeah,
0: it's capicola oh. or capicola. I think both are acceptable. And it's it's like a a, it's Italian pork. It's a it's a pressed cold cut. And I like the gabagool. Get nice thin slices of the gabagool. I like the gabagool.
2: Okay, I've had capicola a thousand times. I had no idea that's what gabagool was. Yes,
3: had no idea.
0: Capicola or capicola is the gabagool fester.
3: (laughs) It's not a good name. It should be a name for a dessert. It sounds like a dessert, you know, like a.
0: Which can one? I have G- that, can I
3: have a slice
0: of Gabagool? You know, one of our dogs, one of our new Jack Russell Terriers. I say new; they're going to be two years old this summer. But Gatsby is our male, and that's our nickname for him. We call him Gabagool. So, hey, Gabagool! And he <laughs> he knows both Gatsby and Gabagool. Hey, Fester! On a really positive note, uh, Froggy, you, you don't know this yet. Fester and I were mm. speaking earlier today. Fester sold three RVs this past weekend. Fester, that's a pretty good weekend. It sold three RVs during this coronavirus mess. It's amazing. People are still coming out shopping. I mean,
2: if if the store is open and people are spending money, it's incredible. You're considered
0: essential, right?
2: Miraculously, yes. Uh, The RV industry is considered an essential industry. Because uh, people nice. use it as, uh, as some people live in their, ho- their RVs, so, so they, they need it for that kind of support. What did you make, like five grand in commission
0: this past weekend? Something really good?
2: I don't know it if it was did. five grand total, but it was a pretty good lick. Uh, I, was, I put some things together. Now,
0: Frank, listen to this. One of the RVs that Fester sold was used, and originally that RV sold for like over half a million dollars.
2: Yeah, it was like I think they, the MSRP price might have been like seven twenty five. dollars You could have got you could have got it on sale back in the day, back in two thousand nine for like five ninety. And wow, uh,
3: Professor, good for you, man.
2: Well, that, that's question? when it was new, right? Now the guy buys it twelve years later for a hundred and forty five thousand
0: dollars. Is that a good price though? Was it for that kind of yeah, money?
2: He he, he 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 stole it. He 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 got a great value on it. Yeah, he really did.
0: So even what twelve years old? It probably was pretty low
2: mileage, right? What happens is a lot of customers, when customers buy really nice luxury items, they either do one of two things to them. One, they take excellent care of them. Or two, they beat the crap out of them. And this was really a very, very nice motorhome, even though it was 12 years
0: old. Well, listen, when I rented the one in Alaska a couple of summers ago, and we had a great time, remember I called you up to go straight? I had to hold the steering wheel at like 9 <laughs> o'clock. You know, it's like... What the hell? He calls me up. He's like, "Is this normal?" I was like, "It's not normal, but just keep the car (laughs) moving or keep the RV moving straight.
2: That's all you want to do."
3: Good for you for selling something because I haven't sold dick this week.
0: Well, what's going on in the shelving business? Not a lot of folks want to outfit their stores and warehouses with shelving right now in the middle of COVID (laughs) nineteen.
3: Well, it's it's been tough. Our factory our factory director got got the COVID. And he's the one who walks around and says hi to everybody every day. So we had to shut the factory down for a, a week.
0: Wait a minute. Where's your factory?
3: It's in, it's in Alabama. All right, Alabama. So sir.
0: the guy yes. got COVID-19. How did he get it? Yes. Any idea yes, how he, he got did. it?
3: I couldn't even imagine. He, he comes in contact with like a 1,000 people a day. He's a great guy. But so they had to shut down for a week. And I'm not selling jack. So I'm just been gaming.
0: <laughs> Is the guy okay?
3: Yeah, he's been in, uh, what is it, quarantine, yeah, for almost three weeks. So he's doing fine apparently, but, you know, our factory doesn't, you know, we need that guy. That guy is everything.
2: I guess a lot of companies aren't making major uh, CapEx expenses right now on uh, new shelving, huh?
3: (laughs) Not really, but apparently in RVs, they're, uh, (laughs) and what did Hurricane say? Above-ground pools or just flying off the
2: shelves? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Hurricane, for those that don't know, he was on our previous episode. W- was it last week that we had Hurricane Otto, was it the week before?
2: Uh,
0: Might have been I the week, last week. Been the w- I don't remember. Might have been the week. I don't know. Anyway, on, on one of the recent podcasts, and folks, you really need to go back and listen to all of them. If you haven't listened to podcast number 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19, you got to listen to all the previous podcasts. But... And this is crazy. I had another FedEx driver from the Florida Panhandle call my Schnitz show, and right off the bat, he's like, "Oh man, I, you wouldn't believe people are ordering these above-ground swimming pools." I'm like, "You got to be kidding me! We just heard the we just heard the exact same thing from Hurricane." I don't know what the hell it is, but apparently people in the warmer climates are ordering these above-ground swimming pools to set up in their
2: backyard. It's crazy. Well, think about this. I and mean, It makes a lot of sense. One, the kids are home. They're going crazy. Two, even if you lived in one of those developed communities that has a community pool, it's closed right now, so you can't yeah. use it. So if you don't have a pool, you need something for the kids to do, or if you live in one of these communities... Your HOA fees are doing nothing for you because the pool's closed, so you get the outdoor pool. It makes total sense.
3: I bet you that when they announced the rest of the school year was closed— that the, the above ground pool sales because i'm looking for one actually i need to buy one because my kids are driving me
0: nuts and yeah, maybe hurricane and schools can, closed yeah hurricane can deliver it to your house even though it's not on your on his route
3: <laughs> yeah it'd be like a little mj reunion hey speaking great.
0: of the kids and you know at home doing the distance learning thing you know my kids are still in virginia they're in the mountains of virginia with grandma with nana and they're doing their distance learning on the computers or iPads and my son is doing multiple classes a day, my daughter's doing multiple classes a day as a senior which god I still feel so bad for her that her senior year, you know, wrecked by this whole virus deal. She's not going to have a graduation, she's not going to have a prom, mm. but they're doing the distance learning thing. And fester you you also told me about this girl in your daughter's class, what happened? It was my wife's friend's oh, oh, oh. daughter.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. She goes to a different school. Okay. She's in a different Zoom group than my daughter's in, but she's in the same grade, second grade.
0: Okay.
2: And they the kids. <laughs> the
0: kids <laughs> hold on, have- hold on a second. Stop. What was that froggy?
2: What was what? The way you said
0: okay, yeah. uh,
3: that was Come on. I don't know, well, you saying okay funny. It made oh. me giggle. I don't know.
0: Okay i don't know what is it it's the dude on south park and it's like was it no you said it wrong it's okay okay, okay. okay. yeah all that's right. that's the guy all right
3: okay. all right close okay. enough all right
2: so faster. <laughs> close Can- enough right. there's nothing <laughs> like it so second grade class and, and the kids and my daughter does this she has a uh she has an ipad that she has one of these big foamy covers on that you can prop up. And that's what she uses for her online schooling. Her friend in another class in another school does the same thing. And the kids are listening and the teacher's talking and everybody's sharing. And the kid just kind of gets up and walks around their house. And a lot of the kids do that. The kid gets up and walks to the bathroom and starts going potty
1: in front (laughs) of her whole class. (laughs)
2: She doesn't even think about it. She's on the commode. You know, and she n- nothing was seen on the uh, on the on the on the conference call. But you know, she's propping it up on her knees. She puts it down, turns it around. You finish. You hear the,
0: the toilet flush. Ugh. <laughs> did this no, this? Did this accessory become such a part of her routine? She didn't even realize she was taking it into the bathroom totally zoned out into her class
2: and you know i guess i could see my daughter doing it too i see her carrying it around walking from one room to another sitting next to me sitting next to uh, you know her mother i i could understand but she just gets up and goes to the bathroom and earlier this week i was in on one of my daughter's calls uh i was sitting next to her while the call started and the teacher goes over the classroom rules because there's still rules in this virtual classroom one of the rules is raise your hand to go to the bathroom. Right. And the teacher will excuse you from the call for you to go and not take your device with you. But this kid carried it right in there, and the teacher complained, Your kid's not following the rules. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel. <laughs> yes, teacher. She's using the commode, poor kid. Can you get a legally
0: blind Mike on the phone? Uh, yeah, I could try. Here we go. I talked to him earlier today. He's yeah. standing What by. are you talking about? We had several people ask, what's Legally Blind Mike doing? So I said to Fester, try to set Legally Blind Mike up. So we'll do that now if we can get him on the phone. Uh, also, a classic segment. From one of our shows from like 2006, when Chloe was like four and a half or five years old. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. And I've got uh, kind of a chilling story to tell. So hold on. We'll get to all that coming up. Try to get LBM, Legally Blind Mike, on the phone. Hello. Legally Blind Mike. It's MJ, Froggy, and Fester. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good. How about yourself? You sound exactly the
0: same. How you been? How's your health?
1: Uh, I'm still alive. I'm uh, Health is pretty much an ongoing issue, but um, hey, you know, it is what it is. What can I say?
0: Have your eyes gotten better or worse or the same?
1: The same.
0: I'm just trying to think, like when you go to the eye doctor, better, worse, better, worse, you know, when they flip that thing back and forth. A, B, what's better, better, worse? So at least your eyesight is the same, so that hasn't changed, right?
1: That hasn't changed, nope. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing though.
0: But you're still you're still legally blind, right? Yes. Right, well, good. We could still call you legally blind Mike and not be deceptive. <laughs> so LBM, what have you been doing in the years since the MJ Morning I I got to be honest. I don't know what you, the hell you did when the MJ Morning show was on the air, but what what have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing since the MJ Morning show went off the air?
1: Um pretty much the same, not not much of anything. Um <laughs> For a while there, I was going back and forth to the doctor because I had issues with my retina, but those seemed to have been uh, stabilized. So we're, we're doing good. Um, and for a while, I, I wasn't able to see anything, but um, you know they went in there and uh, took care of all the bleeding that was going on. They lasered all around the back. So yeah, it was, um, it was rough, but uh, we, we came out of it on the other end, So so it's a good thing.
2: <laughs> Mike,
0: what are you doing for fun these days? Oh, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. stop, stop, stop. Froggy, what the hell are you laughing at? What is the matter with you?
1: <laughs> I see Froggy hasn't changed. Yes,
0: damn right, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god.
2: oh, my God. What's so funny, I'm gonna Froggy? Die. I'm gonna die, What's so freaking funny? Oh <laughs> god! He's just so doom and gloom. <laughs> He's like doomy fucking downer. Mike, Mike, Mike,
0: mm-hmm. I'm sorry for my friend's reaction. Uh legally blind Mike, you're hundred percent correct. Would you expect <laughs> Would you expect anything less from Froggy LBM? <laughs>
1: Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, uh, I'd, I'd be worried if I didn't have see that reaction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Legally Blind so Mike, great. the best sport of all. Love this guy, folks. I, I wish we, we talk occasionally. It's been a while, but I, I've always loved Legally Blind Mike. In fact, I pulled up an old segment here. Legally Blind Mike, do you remember when you shot the audition video because you wanted to be a host on Home Shopping Network?
1: Oh yes, with uh, Fester helped me out with that. We did <laughs> oh, the, the, uh, the the blender. We did the uh, the screwdriver, which ended up in my eye, I think. Yeah, it made, the it made you
0: totally blind. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, after all these years, uh, I'm looking at the video. And it's on YouTube, folks. If you want to look at it, go to MJ Morning Show. LBM audition tape for HSN. If you search that, if you search for that on YouTube, you can watch the video from May 15th of 2007. And the acting mic is so bad. Uh, you knock the blender over, and it's obvious that you did it intentionally. But that's what makes this thing so campy and funny is it's so bad. And you put the liquid in, and, of course, you want to turn the thing on and have it shoot up into your face. But it didn't really work that well, so then you <laughs> kind of jammed your face into the blender, and, hold oh, on, here it is. Listen. <laughs> And then the blender falls over. Let me fast forward to the end because that's pretty funny when you scream at the very end here. And you're holding a toolbox with all kinds of tools. Let me play this. Listen. <laughs> you just have a screwdriver sticking out of your eye. You, what was that, ketchup? Or what, what, what the hell was that?
1: Most likely it was ketchup, I do believe. <laughs> but
0: Do you
3: guys remember Mike's shining moment, his best moment on the show? Which there were so many. No, it was the when you pepper sprayed him in the face and in the mouth oh. from like 4 feet away. Oh my <laughs> that was, god. That was oh. just the best. Mike is Mike makes me laugh like no other. I can't well, even explain.
0: Obviously, it. even his medical conditions <laughs> make you laugh hysterically. So, is that on we going to laugh again here, Froggy? <laughs> just the bleed. Uh, no, no, go right.
3: ahead. I love you, Mike. I miss you, buddy. Is that on video?
0: Is, is the pepper spraying on video?
2: i don't know so so many videos we just put on mjmorningshow.com at the time we never put them on youtube
0: oh yeah yeah
2: you know so all the videos lived on mjmorningshow.com they never lived social that that, so his whole social world wasn't in existence then but mike how did that come about with this with the pepper spray you came to us and you said guys i think i want to be blasted in the face with pepper spray
1: i think what it was um I had watched an episode of cops and um, (laughs) I wanted to get tased and pepper sprayed. And then I wanted to have the dog put on me because, you know, in so many of those episodes of cops, the, the, the person gets stopped and then they run for it. And then of course, the officer chases them and, you know, get out on the ground or you're going to get tased. So I thought, well, let me see what, what that would feel like. So I don't think we ever, I don't think I ever got tased, but I did get the pepper spray. And if, I remember correctly, I think Hoover was the producer. He was a uh, former police officer, I believe. Oh, so, that's right. I, so that's how that all came about.
0: Now, how do we ever meet you? I can't remember. How
1: did we... It was, uh, it was me crashing the car in the fruit stand. It was... Um, the first Froggy was working there at the time, and I don't know, I guess you were looking for someone to, you know, if you have a crazy idea or something that you want to do, so I emailed Froggy, and I said, well, I'd like to drive a car and crash it into something, or I can't remember exactly the, the gist of the email, and then I guess he told you about it, and you were he like, well, you. call this guy and get him on. That, that's, we need to have that.
0: So that was the beginning, and then, of course, the long-term budding relationship, and Legally Blind Mike was on the show doing crazy things for many years. LBM, great to have you Wait, on. Oh, I have a question. Oh, oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead, Froggy. LBM, how
3: old are you? I just want to know. I, I never knew you're like a vampire. I don't know how old you are.
1: I'm 45.
3: I mean, you're a young guy, so you must have a girlfriend by now, right?
1: Uh, not necessarily. I I think they're more trouble than they're worth. So amen I, I to that,
3: be, brother. Have you dated at all?
1: Uh, I did once or twice here or there, but like I said, too much drama, and uh, to me, they're they're more trouble than they're worth. It's um.
3: I hear you, man. It's better to have you.
1: your freedom to do what you want, when you want, without having to, you know, answer to anybody. So, Tell me about right, it. Right at the moment, so, no, but you never know. Maybe in well, the future that'll change. Wait a
0: minute. Maybe we've got a new bit here. We'll get Legally Blind Mike on Tinder.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> oh, Mike, that'd be great. would <laughs> be hysterical. You
0: couldn't even see what you're looking at to swipe left or right. Or since you're Legally Blind Mike, we could just put you on Grindr, see what happens.
1: Uh, I guess, yeah, we could could try that.
0: Legally Blind Mike, great to have you on. When this whole coronavirus thing is done, we'll all get together in the studio, so we're all together recording the podcast episode. LBM, stay safe, all right?
1: Thank you so much, and I had a lot of fun over the years, guys. Thank you so much.
0: The guy's still hysterical. Froggy, you were cracking up like you couldn't control yourself, dude. Guys,
3: nobody's made me laugh like him. I don't know what it is. When he would sit in the studio and just stare into space i would just die he's just a funny guy yeah he is i mean he's still he's still sharp i mean i can't believe he's only
0: 45 hey don't forget folks you can get a hold of us multiple ways send email any bits that you want to try to have us dig up out of the archives what do you remember Uh, any requests comments Just email us, mj at mjmorningshow.com. That's mj at mjmorningshow.com. And of course, you can leave voicemail. You can send text messages to the MJ Morning Show hotline. That's 24 hours a day. And the number is 813-467-6290. 813-467-6290. 90. And on Twitter, make sure you give me a follow at Todd Schnitt. That's at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. And my Instagram is at certified Todd Schnitt. Hey guys, see if you can remember this. This is a classic bit. This was when Chloe, at about four and a half or five years old, called the morning show all by herself. She had learned how to dial. She called the hotline, gets one of the interns on the phone, convinces the intern that it's Chloe and she wants to come on the show. And to me, this is one of the funniest things, and I, I cherish this bit, from probably 2005 or 2006. Who's on the phone? Is that my wife? Who's on the phone? Uh-oh, oh, Chloe's on the phone. Hello, Chloe. Hi, can I
1: go to back Mountain? and What? Should I go to Brokeback Mountain?
0: What? Brokeback Mountain? You want to go to Brokeback Mountain? <laughs> oh you did, you your... say, oh, did you say you want to go to Brokeback Mountain? Well, somebody
1: went there. That's why I want to go there.
0: To Brokeback Mountain? Mm-hmm. You just asked me if, if we could go to Brokeback Mountain? It's Brokeback
1: Mountain.
0: Uh, I think it's Brokeback Mountain. I don't think we're going to Brokeback Mountain, Chloe. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> no, no, no. You really don't, <laughs> don't. want you to. <laughs> don't, you don't want to go to Brokeback Mountain. I do. No, no, no you don't. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chloe, can you put mommy on the phone?
1: <laughs>
0: can you give mommy the phone, please? <laughs>
1: hey, uh,
0: Chloe, can you give mommy the phone, please? Hello? Did she hang up on me? I think mean, she left for Brokeback Mountain. What the heck is that? <laughs> she wasn't going to Broke... What is that? Hang on a minute. Get Michelle on the phone. What, what is that? Where'd she, where'd she hear this? How does she know about Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, let's go skiing on Brokeback Mountain. Let's go snowboarding on Brokeback Mountain. Hello. Hey, Michelle, what was that? She heard something about Brokeback Mountain and wants to go there.
2: You need to let her know that's a place where daddy goes by himself. Will
0: you stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you knock it off. First of all, I don't think she said, I didn't know what she was saying. The interns uh, figured it. Uh, she said, like, Rokeback Mountain. Right. It wasn't Brokeback Mountain.
2: Well, you know, occasionally you miss a consonant now and then when you're only four.
0: Four and a half, yeah, yeah. But come on, where did she hear about Brokeback Mountain? Well, Oh, it's on the vacation. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. (laughs) Okay, yeah, tell her that next vacation we'll go to Brokeback Mountain. Right. I think that's what she's expecting. No, hold on. And we'll have a gay old time. (laughs) Right. MJ,
2: last vacation you went to Colorado. Right. Yes, yes I did. Where was Brokeback Mountain filmed? In the mountains of maybe Colorado? I don't know. I I didn't see the movie. I don't know much. Maybe she's thinking she heard about it while you were on vacation, and it's just coming up now. You might have heard about it over Christmas break. The movie was out.
0: Yeah, that's true. It was in limited release, I think, wasn't it? Sure, but all the hype was around. All the commercials were going on. I... Michelle, that's yeah. crazy. I mean, she just spits things out. I have no idea where she gets this stuff. Right. She so she, to to so Broke Broke wait a minute. Mountain. So wait a minute. You're in the car. You're going to school. And she says to you that I want to tell Daddy I want to go to Brokeback Mountain. And then you decide to have her call me up?
2: Right, and she also dialed your number by herself. I told her the numbers because it wasn't your, she thought she was going to dial your cell phone, which she knows how to do by herself, but I had to give her the numbers, and she did that. And then she hit send all by herself, and then she even spoke to the intern or whoever at the phone and said, this is Chloe, may I speak to my daddy?
0: Rachel the flying tomato.
2: Yeah, she was so cute. Yeah. I was so shocked. It, was it was adorable.
1: Barely, Did she tell you she wanted go to
0: go to Brokeback Mountain?
2: No, no, but you know what? She might be talking about there's a new ride at Animal Kingdom that I went on, yeah. and it's Everest. It's Expedition oh, Everest, yeah, and they Everest. have commercials running. Oh, that's
0: supposed to be great. It was so cool. Yeah, I'm hearing amazing things. We were just at Disney two weekends ago, but we went to Magic Kingdom. All right, Michelle, tell her that we'll, I'll think about going to Brokeback Mountain. Okay. With Hurricane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't I'll invite just... me on your little Gale time <laughs> trip. All right, goodbye, Michelle. Why not Fester or Joey B? <laughs> no, yeah, why Hurricane? Do you hey. find him the most handsome of the bunch? Guys, now? if I had to go to Brokeback Mountain with anybody in the room, I'd go at Hurricane too. I'll see you later. <laughs> goodbye, Michelle.
1: Well, Did you look the good today, Joey Hurricane. Goodbye, Thanks,
2: Michelle. Goodbye. Joey B. The heck is my yes. You, you had to pick one guy in the room to go to Brokeback Mountain. with yes. who would it be? I, I would take you because you got a hairy back. In front.
1: <laughs> and love your love this. trampoline.
0: Love that bit. Classic from I think 2005 or so. Chloe was about four and a half or maybe going on five years old. Chloe, unbelievably, is 18 and going to be 19 years old in August. Where the hell did the time go, guys? Amazing.
2: And she's a a star soccer player. Couldn't
0: be more proud of the kid. All right, I said I had kind of a freaky story to tell. Let's round the episode out with this. This is crazy. So, I spoke to my uncle last night. My uncle Jack, who happens to be Jack Schnitt. Oh, and shut up! No, this is this Wait is, guys, we, is That a joke? No, we've talked about this in the past. That I know Jack Schnitt. It's my uncle. <laughs> That's awesome. It, it is my uncle Jack. I'm telling you. So How about your other uncle, Bull I mean, <laughs> Bull, Bull Schnitt. <laughs> All right. So I'm on the phone with Uncle Jack last night, and this is actually kind of on the sad side. My uncle and aunt. They've been buying cars from this one car dealer and this one sales guy for years. They must have purchased 10 cars from this guy. 73 years old or so, I think he told me. So they ended up getting a new car from him back in March. Because what they do is they lease their cars, and if they're coming close to the end of the lease, and they're over on mileage, the guy gets them out of the old lease, puts them into the new car. So he calls them up. They were getting ready to do it around March 30th, and... The guy calls him up and says, hey, listen, it was like March 15th or March 16th. He says, listen, we're, we're getting ready to close the office down. We don't know what's going on with this whole coronavirus deal. Let's get your deal done now. So they go in. They pick out their car. They get the brand-new car from this guy, sign the lease. All's good. And then apparently a week ago, my Uncle Jack decided to call up the guy because he has his cell number, has his home number, because they've been dealing with the guy for so many years. The guy's wife answers the phone, and my uncle says, hey, is uh, you know the guy's name, is, is he there? I want to say hi. And the wife says, he died from coronavirus like a week or two ago. Get out of here, it, man. That's awful. Is that unfreaking believable? My uncle, like, nearly collapsed, and he had to go lie down. I mean, is that not oh, – I'm sorry to end the episode on such a downer, but it's just an example of – You know, how many people have lost their lives to this
2: thing? You know, I see the number climbing every day, and it's just amazing. You know, uh, have we even peaked yet in this country today's we're, we're, we are recording this podcast on april 20th yep. 2020 yep. It's, it's going to be released april 21st 2020
0: have we even reached the peak yet of this corona thing well, MJ? some states they think have peaked like the worst has been new york and they think that new york has hit the peak is steadying up but you have other states which still haven't reached the peak yet and then the question is are we going to have a second wave of this You know, really, a lot of the experts are saying that it's not going to be totally behind us until we have a vaccine, and that could be sometime next year before we have a vaccine, and hopefully... It's effective. And then you have all the stories and a lot of the scientists and doctors think that we have undercounted that many more actually have the virus, are infected. People that are asymptomatic in the country, not showing any signs or symptoms, but still could spread. There's a whole hell of a lot that we do not know. And I think it's going to be years before we really put the whole thing together. And we might not know everything ever on exactly What happened? Why do some healthy people go from healthy to dead in their 30s or 20s in just a couple of days? And that's happened. So there's a lot we just don't know about this damn virus. Folks, stay safe, wash your hands, socially distance, and you don't want to get back to things too soon. Believe me, I want to open the economy up, get people back to work, but you don't want to get into a situation where you do things too quickly and then you have a a resurgence, and that's worse than the original situation. And everything that we did by social distancing and shutting down large portions of the economy was for waste or for naught. Because you just don't want this thing coming back.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, thanks for breaking that down for me. Just stay safe, everybody. Stay home. Go out only when you need to. Social distance. How about you
3: take your own advice there? I got to go grocery shopping. I needed refried
0: beans. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Refried beans, An essential
0: item. All right. uh, Let's wrap things up here. Froggy, anything else before we go?
3: Yes. uh, I've been having a lot of time to do a lot of gaming. A lot of those videos are going up on my YouTube channel. Skippy Likes Gaming on YouTube. Uh, Jose Castillo. Do you remember Jose Castillo, the Hurt Nurse? Yes,
0: I do, the Hurt Nurse.
3: Yep. Just. Well, he hits the streets nightly of (laughs) GTA 5 and socially distanced, everybody. It's called the Socially Distance Enforcement Series. On GTA. All right, on so, Skippy Likes Gaming.
0: I checked Don't froggy.
3: interrupt me, you son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry there. Skippy Likes Gaming <laughs> Skippy on Skippy Likes Gaming, I got you. Yes. All right, make sure you spread the word. Tell everybody you know that the MJ Morning Show podcast is back. Uh, after we shut the show down in 2012, we revitalized the MJ Morning Show in October of 2019. And here we are, already episode... Number 20. So tell everyone we're back. And the best way to find all the platforms to download and listen and subscribe and listen to all the past episodes, go to MJMorningShow.com. That's MJMorningShow.com. All the information is on the website. And we'll see you next time for Blackjack, episode 21. The MJ Morning Show.
2: This is a Dark to Light with Frankenbeans Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Well, speaking of Brian Stelter, like that's one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today, because I I tweeted this over the weekend because it's just necessary. And I don't know if you've got the tweet up or not. Can you pull it up, please? Because this is just it's got to happen. So can you just read that for us in Stelter, please?
3: God, yeah, I'm looking at it again.
2: Last night, I hit a wall. Gutted by the death toll, <laughs> disturbed by the government's shortcomings, dismayed by political rhetoric that bears no resemblance to reality, worried about friends who are losing jobs, kids who are are missing school and senior citizens who are living in fear. I. Cr-
3: this is the worst part.
2: I crawled in bed and cried for our pre-pandemic lives. Oh this is, <laughs> the, well, I, I, when, when I
3: saw that, I was saying to myself, I know that this guy ha- is married I, the, well, to he whatever is? beard.
2: Yeah, he, he's married. He, ha- he has a, a, a beard of a wife. Um, I know that. But I, I'm thinking to myself, what was his wife doing when I, her husband was crawling into
3: bed crying?
2: I swear, if Will crawled into bed crying over this, I I would probably, like... Just ask him who chopped it off and where they put it so I could bring it back and put it back on. He goes, tears that have been waiting a month to escape. <laughs> the, the, the tears are trying to,
3: I can't find a way out. I can't imagine <laughs> the personification of just his tears. <laughs> like I, I wonder what vo- I wonder what voice his tears have uh, in this Disney <laughs> film that Help he works me. in, he lives in. Help
2: me, please, Ryan. we need to get out. You've been strong for far, and it's far too long, Brian. Just let us out. (laughs) Let us out, Brian. Don't hold us back anymore.
0: (laughs) Dark to Light with Frank and Beans can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.